Welcome into the PHNX Sun Devil Show, brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to leave a like, drop a comment, subscribe, even leave a five-star review wherever you get your podcasts. I am Anthony Totry, joined, as always, by Sean DePaz and Shane Diefenbach. Happy Tuesday, yeah. gents. Is it a happy Tuesday? I mean, I'm happy. That's true. How are you? I'm, yeah. No, you know what? I'm not happy. Yeah. <laughs> Juan Soto is a thief, and Sean DePaz is a coward and a fraud. Um, I'm not a fraud. No, you're a fraud. I, I stuck to my guns. I would have been a fraud if I supported Julio because. But you didn't. You didn't bet on it. No, I didn't. But I picked. I picked. That's Juan like Soto. I, I want him. That's like back me up here. That's like I want. I want Juan Soto to win because I want to be right. Well, yeah. As yeah. opposed to that's okay. I want Julio to win because no. I want my boys to win some well, bread. It, it would have been fraudulent if he. It, it would have been fraudulent if he didn't. Like if he was rooting against us actively, but he stayed quiet. That's yeah, okay. I, I like I, I would have been happy for y'all. Yeah, but I, I just I wanted I just to be right. wish you would have at least said he was due. Because I am I am a hundred percent convinced because you didn't join us in saying he was due. He didn't hit another but another also, home run four hundred and forty feet. I wanted Albert Pujols to win, so like I just but he Julio, didn't. He went once he was out, and it was Soto no, and J. Rod. I chose Soto, but Albert Pujols would have been the most fun winner. Yeah, because we know you love the fucking story. Yeah, of course. How do you? How could you not? If Albert was at, he wasn't gonna won, win. He was never gonna win. That, but if he had won, how would that not? If that would have been electric. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. He I was guess. pretty damn close to getting into the finals. Yeah, yeah. which would have been beautiful because I don't think he would have stood. I think J. Rod would have doubled his homers. Uh, he only had eighteen, buddy. I think Albert Pujols definitely would have had a chance. No, well, Albert Pujols probably would have hit like five because his old yeah, legs would have fallen apart. You say bones. I was his old legs. But I, said, legs. I said legs. I like I like I like talking about people's old br- fr- brittle bones. Oh, that's weird. Bones Highland. Mm, he's missing his dog. <laughs> okay. <laughs> good. Uh, good topic there. <laughs> uh, let's talk ASU football. So, oh, wait, are we not going to acknowledge the fact that we got dubs on on Fall Guys last night? Is it? Is it I just don't think that people really care. Sean. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> let's talk about ASU, ASU football. I guess. Um, so kickoff is. Approaching media days will be next week. Um, so let's get into a little bit of a positional breakdown. We'll do this once a week until kickoff arrives. We'll go an offensive position and a defensive position. Today, I want to start with the linebackers and running backs. So, Sean, I'll leave this up to you. Which position would you like to start at? Uh, I'll start with the running backs. I'm an offensive guy. Are you? Uh, I am. Okay. I'm an offensive guy. <laughs> yeah, you are very true. Offensive. You offended me a lot uh, last hey, night. You know it is what it is. So no, we, I think you were just a little insecure, and that offended you that you were insecure. Insecure about what exactly? About um not not having support mm, of being okay. carried on Fall Guys. What did we say? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about our Fall Guys adventures. Okay. Um. So we'll start with the running backs then. Okay. We know we've got Daniel and Gata, Xavier and Valade, um, Tevin White. Those three, um, put some respect on George Hart's name. Okay, George Hart, George Hart, who I will say I enjoyed the way that he ran during the spring. He ran really hard, especially in that spring showcase. Um, a guy who I think will definitely get some reps during the season. I'm not sure how early those reps will come. Um, but let's start with Xavier Valade, guy who transferred from Wyoming. Um, this will be his last year, I believe, of eligibility. Spending it in Tempe, what are you looking for from him 
And what do you think he's got to prove, if anything, this season? That he can play in a Power 5 yeah, conference. 100%. He's got to do what he did mm-hmm. at Wyoming in a Power 5. Yep. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, and that, once again, I think he's going to be the lead back. Um, I think it's going to be a good amount split with Daniel God. I think Daniel God is going to get a ton of carries. I'm not saying he's going to be the number two, but he's going to be 1A, 1B. I think he's going to be 1A. If you had to give it like a percentage, like how much do you 66 think? 66 to 44. Okay. What about 34. you? 64. 66 to 34. Jesus. <laughs> Numbers. Um, 56 to 44. 110%, baby. 56 to 44 is what I meant. Sorry. 56 to 44. Okay. Yeah. Um, I would go right about there. I'd probably go like 60-35, throwing the other backs. 5% for Tevin White. Is Tevin White... He's not getting registered, right? I mean, I think that's just kind of a TBD right now on the roster. He's listed as a freshman, not a redshirt freshman. Um, we'll see what the coaching staff decides. I think I think this is going to be a year for Herm and the offense where it's just kind of like they know that this is like kind of a make-or-break kind of season for them. Um, so I think they're going to really pull everything out of the hat. If Tevin White is the guy that needs to get carries for ASU football to – to win some games or get some first downs, I don't think they're going to be shy about using some of these guys. And we've talked about how big Tevin White is, right? 6'1", a buck 90. Uh, you figure you could probably add a couple pounds to that given the offseason. That's just yeah. what he's listed at now. Um, a guy who, during spring, something that I saw is he he definitely, he's not ready in terms of the passing game, um, which over the last handful of seasons, AC running backs have been just... I think Huge that's gonna change. And I think so too. But when you look at the backs that they've got already, Rashad White, or not Rashad White, um, Daniel Ngata and Xavier Valaday, two guys that are definitely more skilled, not only in running the ball, but in being contributors in the passing game as mm-hmm. well. I don't think Tevin White is quite ready for that yet. I would like to see Tevin White in more of a goal line package, given that he is 6'1, almost 200 pounds. Um but I bring up Daniel Ngata because it's a guy who, I mean, he's just been loading up on burritos the entire offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, hard to believe he's not using those burritos um, to get bigger, stronger for the 2022 season. Um, we talk about Xavier Valade as the potential number one. What do you want to see from Ngata, especially early on um, in the season? I want to see him be like try and prove that he should be the number one like but does he have to prove that he's the number one i mean i just like i just want to see i i guess i just if if valet is going to be the number one i want to see and gotta take advantage of the opportunities he gets i feel like it's it's more of a like i i don't know i I just feel like it's it's they just got to both kind of fill out their role i yeah, I don't know. It's not much more more to it than that. I just feel like I, I like like we've said. I think Valade is going to be that number one guy, but I think Ingata. I I just want it to be. I don't want Ingata to make it that it's like you can argue that he should be the number one guy. I think is really what I'm trying to say. I don't know. I just I, I just want them both to just do like do the role. Like I want to see more leadership from him. That's fair. He was on good teams. Oh. Yeah. Do you think do you think he like? Do you think there can be too many cooks in the kitchen in that sense? Because like Valade yeah. obviously hasn't been here, but he's the elder statesman in a sense. Like he's the older guy, and I'm sure he's gonna like naturally kind of be a leader in that sense. Can there be two leaders in one position? I think there can be. I mean, this is third year. Like true. 
in Gata's third year. I mean, he's going to – he got a lot of more run than you would have expected last year. He impressed a lot of people. As I said, people were calling for him to play more, and I was like, buddy, Rashad White. <laughs> like, two words. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I, – I, I, I do just want to see him to step into more of an off-the-field presence for this team because he's one of the only – Guys that have stayed. <laughs> and there's a reason for that. There's yeah. got to be a reason for that, right? Yeah. And I think from just like a pure look standpoint, I think Daniel Ngata looks more of the Rashad White running back than Xavier Valade does. I think they are two completely different running backs. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. We've talked about 1A, 1B. I think we can agree that it is going to be somewhat of a dynamic duo for ASU football um, in the backfield, which I think is exciting given the fact that these last couple of seasons – it's been workhorses like Rashad White. It's been workhorses um, like Eno Benjamin that have just kind of ASU's had to rely, make or break. It's these guys or it's nothing. So to have multiple running backs who you can count on, I think is going to be huge. And, you know, I think the sleeper to get a lot of reps is George Hart, a guy who he he showed in the spring showcase specifically that he is 100% capable of being a bowling ball style running back huh. reminds me a lot of like a Mike Tolbert, like a guy who's going to get you the two, three, four yards that you need. <laughs> um, and I think I'm, I'm here for that, man. We haven't seen ASU have a guy like that in a long time. Um, and the last guy that they had that rem- like was reminiscent of this size was like Demario Richards, which was years and years ago. Um, so I think, I think George Hart can be a guy that surprises a lot of people. I think he's, He's my X factor in the backfield, which may surprise some people. Um, um, I know we're talking about running backs, but are we? Are we? He's a fullback, but are we including? Yeah, you can include a, a fullback. Case Hatch in here. I mean, Case Hatch might be the most important person in this offense. Yeah. If, if I think what they're going to do is going to happen, like it, him pulling tackles and just all he's done. I mean, he's just such a special guy on and off the field. He's another guy that's going to be a leader of this offense. Yeah. Like. I, I just love how he plays, and yeah, I think I think he's he's gonna be good. Uh, uh, yeah, he's I think be he's important. He's gonna be a lot more important than people think. Fullbacks, exactly. Yeah. I think he's he easily end up being more like if you're someone like us that is kind of watching every game and going in depth on it. Like there are gonna be a lot of people who'll be like, "Who's Case Hatch?" But like if you're paying attention, like he'll be one of the most important players in the offense. Like Shane said, um, and I just I love fullbacks. I yeah, wish there were more in, in football. <laughs> You're an old old school style. Uh, uh, no, I'm not. But I just football like in every other sense. I love just like I love running quarterbacks. I love the speed of the game. But just a, a guy that can run people over and just break a face mask. And like that's your only job. Like that, yeah, that's that's just electric. Go deal with this guy. Yeah, that's just go that's run through somebody. And normally it's like okay, if you're a fullback, your job is to take on whichever linebacker is going to be filling the gap. Yeah. So nine times out of ten, you're dealing with one of the nastiest guys on the defense um and they just have to take that role literally play after play after i want to see case um pancake eric gentry at some point this season <laughs> i think that would be we should get right. that on a shirt if it happens <laughs> like a cartoon no you're not here for it shane's just sad that gentry shag? that that's even a possibility outside of practice now shane's a sad boy over there Unlucky. Um, out of all of the positions on offense, how do you guys feel like the running backs kind of stack up against the others? 
two the, behind the, Emory Jones. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Just behind. I Emory. mean, I think they're the deepest, right? Like, I, I, I feel yeah. like if 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 you put up any position in the offense, if the starter gets hurt, I'm most confident about what's going to happen with the running back yeah. core. Um, I mean, I, I think I think Emory Jones is the best player on this offense, but outside of that. You could argue that two and three are running backs. I don't think I don't think you can really even argue. I think two and three are, are running backs. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, yeah, I, I think outside of the quarterback, they're easily the most, they're easily the best position on the offense. It's definitely going to be a lot of fun. You know what else is a lot of fun, guys? You can go one of two ways with this. I so. could. I could. Let's see where you're going with it. Um, Betting on the DraftKings Sportsbook app? Exactly, yes. exactly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for more details. Guys, I know you guys just wrapped up bets. Do you guys have a DraftKings Sportsbook pick of the week for on the All-Star stuff? On a Tuesday, Ooh. we got All-Star stuff going Hopefully on. Hopefully Rodriguez to win the MVP. Um, 4, I doubled down on that one. I threw a couple bucks on it. Um, so if we text you, oh no, and it's like eighth inning. No, when it's the home run derby, extra inning home run derby, and Julio is up, Julio will most certainly be due. Okay, um, okay, but that's what I like to hear. Uh, my pick of the week is the AL to win the All Star game. I mean, that's all they do. They haven't lost since like 2012 or whatever it is. Why you? What? Or no? I'll get no, 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 no. My DraftKings sports pick of the week is Nerfy. No run first inning. There hasn't been a run in the first inning of the All Star game since uh, 2016. So that'll be my DraftKings sports pick of the week. Okay. What do you you your pick of the week is Julia? Okay. I'm gonna go with your earlier pick and I'll take the AL. You so fucking. That's what oh, I mean. It's the All Star game. There's not yeah. a lot going on, man. That's fair. You want me to take what? American like, League to score first is another good one. They haven't. They've scored first every time since 2016. Uh, what are the odds to get the game to go to the home run derby? I don't think they have odds on that specifically, sadly. Are you sure? I don't know. No, but if you're you, right. that is I, that needs to happen. It needs to happen. Well, like Shane said, if you think it is going to go there, or you said on bets, um, take the, the AL, or I guess if you think the NL is going to win, um, winning margin to be one run. Yes, yeah. I think that's probably how it's going to end up scoring. Like Shane said, like a NHL shootout. So we mm. shall see. What if they just added each individual home run to the run count? So it ended up being like twenty-three to to twenty. <laughs> AL win over destroyed. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Those are our DraftKings Sportsbook picks of the week. Guys, let's move on to the defense, the linebacking core. Um, It ironically got brought up earlier with Case Hatch, but Eric Gentry, no longer the star of the defense as he is a USC Trojan um, and will be playing in the Big Ten next year um, after USC and UCLA make their, what is is this, like a farewell tour, I guess, that they're doing? Can we talk about the fact that Former ASU running back and former we have a former ASU running back and former ASU linebacker who are both going to be playing linebacker in the Big Twen Big Ten. Unlucky. Wow, that is funny. That is so weird. That is hilarious. And it's crazy because the running back was a running back and the receiver or the linebacker went to a Pac-12 school and now they're both somehow going to end up being linebackers in the Big Big Ten, if it's even called the Big Ten at this point. Who knows. Who cares? Who cares, yeah. Not us. Not us. Yeah, we care a little bit. Uh, let's talk about the linebackers, okay? Uh, starting yourself, Toties. Okay. Toties, whatever, man. <laughs> let's talk about Kyle Soley, um, a guy who we've heard literally since the season ended was going to be the leader of this, te- of this defense, this team, um, a guy who's a redshirt fifth-year 
linebacker. 6'3", 235, likely going to be playing in the middle of this defense. What's it going to take for him to really stand out this season? Because I feel like a lot of what he does this year is going to be compared to what Gentry did last year. Yeah, I feel like I feel like it's like he I feel like he almost gets a little bit of almost get a little bit of a leash because like his leadership is going to be so invaluable that even if he's not the best linebacker on the field, but that's what I kind of want. I want him to be the best linebacker on the field. Yeah, uh, I want him to be both. Obviously, obviously he's going to be a leader, but I also want him to perform as the best linebacker on the field and stand out. Um, I just he needs to soften the blow of Gentry not being here as much as possible. Um, and I, I think he's capable of that, but um, yeah, I just want—I just kind of want what he does on the field to live up to the standard of what he provides off the field. Because I think at this point, it's obvious that he's the most important off the field player that this team has on either side of the ball. Yeah, I agree. Five damn years, baby. Yep, it's been a half decade. <sighs> yeah, <Pretty> strong. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. He's—I mean, yeah—he's important off the field, and his brother's going to be even more important this year too. Yeah, like. Yeah. It's, the linebacking core isn't crazily deep, so knock on wood, hoping no injuries happen. But I mean, you got Merlin, Soley, and Caleb McCullough as your starting three, probably. Um, and then I like Jaden Williams too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Connor Soley is probably going to slot in every now and then. Again, I don't know what they're going to do with their defense this year. It's going to look yeah. a lot different. They're going to have to hide some secondary players, so they. Might not go back to the original scheme, but it's it, I mean, it's like the offense. We don't really know until we see what it looks like in training camp. Yeah, I just want that. I just want them to just just be dogs out there. I actually disagree. I don't think he's the most important person on this defense. I think Merlin Robinson is going to be on the field. Well, yeah, I, I, that's what kind of what I'm saying. Like, I think Merlin Robinson will be and is the most likely to end up being the most important person on the defense on the field. But if Soli can be that. I mean, Merlin Robertson has been like the tackling god at yeah. ASU since he was a freshman. Like he needs to have a freshman like year though, because I feel like his. I mean, statistically, there's no arguing that his numbers have gone down every year. Yeah, but I, I also just think, first of all, COVID and all that, a lot of numbers went down. But I also think last year that one play against what was it when he when he was, was it Utah. Where he had the interception and then yeah, fumbled? I think it was Utah. That one play made people think, oh, like it's completely different of him. Like, hey, just, I just, I think he, the intangibles and stuff he does where he plugs up holes and how consistent of a tackler is. He's kind of like a Bobby Wagner where, like, like you kind of take him for granted and then you're like, oh my God, he's led the team in tackles for how many years? Yeah. Like, yeah. he's super instinctual too. Like you, there are things that Merlin has that you simply can't teach yeah. other linebackers. Um, not to mention he's six three, two forty, a guy who is another fifth year that Shane mentioned. Um, I think he's just got to be the star of the team. Like this defense going into spring was supposed to be the the strong point. Yeah. Um, you got the <laughs> defensive line. You got you know a handful of guys in the secondary, if that that you can count on. Everybody else, like you said, you're trying to kind of hide these other ones. Um, and then outside of Soli, like, who do you have, really, that's proven? And all you come back to is really Merlin Robertson. So I think... So let's let's go back to the stats thing you're talking about. Um, dig into it. Uh, so obviously 2018, 77 total tackles. Just freshman year, just 
Absolutely ridiculous. Which I believe was the he broke the freshman record. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, 74 the next year and then COVID year. Doesn't matter. Like, there's just no games. 2021, 64 only. But three interceptions. Huh. Um, which means they were using him differently. Yeah. And I think it's going to continue to be that way. Um, and a touchdown. So. <laughs> and I think I, I think part of those numbers too is you got to look at who they're playing. Um, you got to look at it's numbers are so weird because they don't tell the full story, right? Like there are times where ASU ASU played different this past year than they did the last couple yeah. of seasons, right? So that's they, what I'm saying. When you said he's declined, I don't think. I he mean, has. but I think he has declined. I don't think he has at all. I think it's difficult because I think you're letting the numbers tell the whole story. No, because of how <laughs> well he played his freshman year, I don't think he has lived up to that. Uh, but but he has it. Three last tackles in 2019. Well, it's just watching him too. But but three forced fumbles instead. 2020 throughout the window because they didn't play enough games. 2021, yeah, ten last tackles and in 2019. But way more in coverage, um, no sacks because they didn't use him on the line like they did his freshman year. I don't think he's declined at all. I want to see him as one of the best linebackers in the country. That's what I. That's that's the expectation for Merlin Robertson. When you've played five years of Division One football, I also don't think ASU's defense is going to allow him to do that. But sure, I just don't, like <laughs> like how how is he not allowed to be one of because, what because situations does he need to be put in to be one of the best linebackers? Uh, have, have have trust behind you. Make sure you know that you. You can sell out on certain plays, so Kayon Markham's not getting burned back there. <laughs> Make sure you know you have safeties that can that can help when you're committing to the run, like like that type of stuff. Trusting your teammates. I don't know if you have that with the overhaul in this defense. No, you're not wrong, but I think it's just kind of a wait and see. Like it's for him, this is his last opportunity, right? Like he has something to prove right now. I don't know what his NFL draft stock is, but. You got to imagine a guy that's played five years of Division One football at a relatively high level, who's been one of the best defenders on this team for however many years, is likely pursuing an NFL future after this, right? Again, I don't know what his stock is. We saw what's his name last year, uh, Darian Butler, how big of a role he played for the defense. His draft stock was apparently awful, so. <laughs> He needs to have a star-studded kind of well, year this year. Merlin Robinson's also six three. Yeah, yeah. He's a lot not. bigger. He's a lot bigger. Um, but it's going to be interesting. You mentioned Connor Soley, um, Kyle's little brother, he's Redshirt Junior. Went to the same high school, six one, two twenty. I never really saw him as a linebacker, so I'm I'm interested that they've kept him at this position for as many years as they have. I always thought he fit better as a safety. Um, and I don't think you can totally rule that out with the secondary and the way it is yeah. this year. Um, I think if they need to put a guy that you know fits a little bit more of the size, a guy who's been around for a while, because we know a lot of these DBs are on the younger side, I wouldn't be shocked to see Connor Soley slide back there. Um, do you feel like, and maybe this isn't the right question, but like, Connor has something to prove, given that his brother is considered the leader of this team. Like, does he have to step out of the shadow a little bit? I don't think so. I don't think he has to. I'm sure it's something that he, like, wants to do, yeah. right? Like, I'm sure there's been plenty of occasions where it's like, oh, it's Kyle's brother. Yeah. Shout out Corey Seager. Um, but, mm. like, uh, I mean, he's his own player. I'm sure he's... Kyle Seager is Corey Seager's brother. Yeah, I know. But it's <laughs> the same. You know, it's Kyle's brother. You mean he's not a solely... No, no, I'm saying that he, Kyle he, he made it sound like Kyle Seeger was 
the shadow that was being cast on Corey yeah. when it was the other way around. Gotcha. Yeah. But even though Kyle, you know, what you got the reference. I, I know. Was making. I know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's not necessarily. I don't think he like as far as like the co- to the coaching staff for the rest of the team. He necessarily needs to step out of out of his brother's shadow. But I'm sure it's like a little bit of a. I'm sure for most of his life, he's probably been the second solely, right? Like yeah. he probably wants to. Damn to, the second solely. That sounds like a movie. It does. That would be. I feel like that. Like a like a like a historical fiction. Yeah. Like he he's like the like a knight or something. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I definitely like. Ouch. Hit my head on the thing. <laughs> Jesus, I definitely feel like he wants to prove that he is a legitimate. Like he's, and I feel like you like to talk about him moving to safety. I'm sure like he wants to prove that he can be a starting linebacker yeah. in the power five. Um, and I think he'll get that opportunity. He's too, this year. Bi- he's too big for a safety. I think not really. Two twenty, like yeah, he's. Not, I think he's. But he, too bulky. he's six he's, one, two twenty. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Too bulky. Uh, I think maybe no, because you have Jordan. Jordan Clark's probably going to play nickel if they use that. So. I don't know, and also you only have six true yeah linebackers. I mean, I feel like he is like time, if, so if, if you need him, yeah. If he's not playing linebacker because like it's he is going to have an opportunity to be a starting linebacker, like he is, you're cutting into a the into the depth of a position that you don't have much depth at. Yeah, um, and I don't think they could really afford to do that. So I uh, I definitely think he wants to prove that he can be a starting linebacker in a, in a power five school. Um, which I think he will do. Fellas, this roster is crazy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> this is going to be It's a unique a year. roster. Oh, man. I think the in the last linebacker that we'll talk about, definitely the most talented outside of Robertson and Soli, um, Jaden Williams, a guy who got a lot of reps um, during spring, not just the spring showcase, but the spring practices as well, filled in when Gentry was there um, as the fourth guy. Um, so odds are he will be, whether he finds his way into the starting lineup, um, we'll just kind of have to wait and see when camp starts. But a guy that was a four-star prospect, right? A guy who just had 65 tackles, 22 tackles for loss, sacks. 15 sacks, a forced fumble in just nine games, which is absolutely ridiculous. It, high school level or not, to ha- put up those yeah. numbers is just crazy. Um, they allowed eight and a half points a game on that defense. Geez. Well, again, high school, but... Still, 6-1, a buck 85, Richard I mean, Freshman. That's, that's when, impressive in high school. Well, and to say, I mean... Like a guy who grew up in in Dallas, so I don't know. we, we know blood. how much Texas means or how much football means in Texas. So I think this guy is going to be the X factor in the line in the linebacker room. Yeah, uh, I, I, he's going to need to prove it in camp though, because McCullough probably has that spot right now because he you know played last year yeah. and the year before, um, but only in seven games, only seven appearances rather. Like he yeah. wasn't starting obviously, but had an interception against U of A, so that's fun. Um, yeah, we'll see. I don't know. It, it, it again just depends on the scheme of this defense. I don't know what they're going to look yeah. like this year. You, I mean, and we'll I, get. We'll get uh, I think. I think we should have a full defense recap before the season to talk about what we're seeing in camp, and I think we definitely will talk about what what they're going to run this year and get more into the weeds of that. But for uh, now, yeah. we'll just kind of predict on how these players will perform individually. This defense could end up being like just players that you never. We didn't even don't even talk about end up being impact players yeah it like, wouldn't shock me it's just going to be all, kind of all over the place so i mean we've talked about everybody on that, the is, roster, that is basically. fair the but only person is... we haven't talked about is uh um the running back what's his name the uh, the other guy yeah <laughs> the other guy the other guy um well i saw him and i'm like well he's uh, probably beyonce elliott richard freshman from mesa yeah i would be shocked if yeah. we said it's just too deep again. i mean hmm 
I think unlucky for is him. deep. Unlucky for him. Um, guys, it's Tuesday, but that doesn't mean we can't drink, right? Uh, are you? Shane sounded like he was debating that Tuesday means you can't drink. He's What's up over there? You no, struggling? You good? Doesn't mean that. That's what you sounded like you were suggesting. No. That's not what you're suggesting. No. Okay, so what are you going to be drinking? Mm, some Wawa. <laughs> you can definitely drink on Tuesday, but I'm going to be drinking Wawa. I'm drinking Four Peaks next Wednesday. That's pretty damn sure. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And our toast of the mud sweepstakes at GoPHNX. Dot com. Shane, do you want to tell the people about the toast? Of Why do you not know what it is? Well, I don't have the ad pulled up. <laughs> $50 gift card oh, from for Four Peaks. Uh, and you also get a free membership, an annual membership for, for GoPHNX.com, as well as your choice from for the PHNX lock or whatever shirt you want. And we'll be announcing that sweepstakes draw on Wednesday, next Wednesday, July 27th. Make sure... You go ahead and enter at gophnext.com for your chance to win all those fabulous prizes. Sorry, Toji. You're not sorry. No. <laughs> Gosh, even what? what? Fuck you. <laughs> Got to be 20 or older and enjoy responsibly. Wow. Yeah. You kind of deserve that. You 100% deserve that. Mm. <laughs> done with you, man. So done. Uh, let's talk about some fun stuff, yeah? No, why not? Okay. I feel like... in. You can take this however you'd like. This oh, is, God. This is directed at you. Oh, God. Are you afraid of clowns? I was when I was a kid, but not, not now. But when I was like a little kid, yes. What changed? I grew up. I don't know. I just well, realized they were people. scary, no? I mean, if it's like Pennywise, yeah. But I mean, uh, generally, like this clown at the county Dude, fair, it's like it's just a guy. In Gerald a said Pennywise up. five times when we were in Vegas. Why? Like I'd, I'd like there was a shed in the backyard, and I was like, "Do you think there's some feral people living in there?" <laughs> what? And he was, and he was like, "Pennywise is gonna pop out of there." And then like there's like a dark alley. He's like, "Pennywise looks like he's down there." I'm like, "What's wrong with you, Gerald?" You can float too, Toe Tree. Yeah. Okay, bro. <laughs> uh, is Gerald Pennywise? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see Gerald as Pennywise on Halloween. I'm here for it. Um. So something I thought of randomly. Girthwise. Girthwise. Penny girth. Penny. I like Penny girth more. Um, last thing before we get out of here, let me know what you guys think. I know people do like Christmas in July. I've never really understood that. Halloween in August. Is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I thought that's where you're going. I don't know, but you've heard of Christmas in July. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why it was on my mind. But I think for Christmas this year, right? You should do oh god. White elephant, but it's all jerseys. It's just random jerseys. Love that. That actually goes crazy. Yeah, I love that. Like I think that what would jersey be are so you getting? Fun. Like you got because like is the goal to be as obscure as possible? I mean, obscure, funny, like maybe an older player from like the beat that you're on. Like I oh. think that would be a lot of fun. That actually would be fun. So then, what are you? What are you getting? I mean, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Like it's, it's white elephant, so it's just no. Like kinda, what, what? What? Like if you're getting like you're buying one, right? Like you. Oh, if I'm if I'm buying one, I'm buying like the jersey I'm buying for the office would be Zach Wilson, at this point. That's. Then someone's gotta wear a Jets jersey though. It's a that's Zach a Wilson, or maybe that's it's a Zach Wilson. B- Sometimes you don't maybe get a it's good a gift. BY, it's a BYU Cougars. Oh, that's right. even worse. No, that's better. I mean, it's I guess funnier, for us, but... it's not as good. But a Jets, you know how many, dude? Oh my, Ugh. I'm sick. I'm gonna see you. Know how many 
Zach Wilson BYU jerseys you're gonna start seeing. You're gonna see a lot. That's gonna be so annoying. People are gonna think they're so creative and so funny. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm, I well, hate them already. I, I know. I'm gonna like it because a lot of people are gonna probably doing it now, and then he's gonna come out and throw like three interceptions in the first week, and then it's gonna be like, oh right, well, no, he's but not they, good. But they still think they're funny. Yeah. Like, oh, cougars. Yeah. I can already see them. They all have the same haircut. They're all six foot one, one eighty five. Yeah, really wow. skinny. With it. Freshman six in college, one, six one, one eighty five, the exact height and weight of Jaden Williams. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just. Ugh. I hate no, that. No, but so like you I'm said, pissed. like if you have I'm to, a, I'm you, angry now. You have to get a jersey from your beat for white elephant. Uh, you're getting one obscure, what I want. You're getting no, no, no. You're buying. You're buying one. You're getting an obscure ASU jersey. Mm. What are you buying? Uh, Trent Lockett. And it could, it could you guys be if you Trent want. Lockett? No. It could, what? It, no. The name rings a bell, but if you want, it could be like a, a, an ASU alumni's pro jersey, but it has to be an ASU. Trent Lockett, Chinese League basketball jersey. <laughs> wow. Um. Oh, man. I feel like a Terrell Suggs. It's not obscure, but a Terrell Suggs ASU jersey would go hard. That's fair. That I can name. Uh, give me. Give me. Um. Oh, what was his name? I hate it. I'm surprised him. you're not going Lou Dort here. I mean, he's not no, that that's obscure. Not obscure. But... No, but you'd like that jersey. Yeah, but that's not obscure. What's what's his name? Jackson. Uh, he, what's it called? Played last year. Jackson He? Yeah. What a Jackson He jersey. <laughs> I love how he's like, Jackson, uh, he played last I year. I know you said his last name. Oh, um, let, me, let me look I'm, this up. I'm Hold getting on. someone an Enoch jersey. <laughs> if it's me, I'm going to burn it. Yeah. You're so. I'm anti-Enoch. For why, though? I don't know. Can I just get someone like a Phil Mickelson polo? Is Phil Mickelson, like, is he, are we still Vitaly Scheibel. Oh, nightmare. Do, I remember Vitaly Scheibel. Nightmare. <laughs> sorry. A sorry, Remy Scheibel. Martin jersey? Remy Martin? You're, what, that's not obscure. It doesn't have to be fucking obscure. That's what Sean said. That was the question. I thought you said obscure. I mean, I Random, like, obscure, dope, Byron I don't Scott know. Byron Scott Cavs jersey would be cool. Not in by cool, I mean. Carrick Felix. Banger. No? Oh, oh, Johnny oh. Carson's twin? No? Vontez Perfect. Bengals yeah. jersey. Yeah. Because you get, a, you get a, like a free dose but of do you CTE want him, with Do you it. want him? <laughs> I mean, do you want him as a Bengals jersey or do you want him as Abbott. an ASU jersey? I mean, we probably would have to go ASU now. I mean, <gasps> in theory. Rehards Kook 6. Boom. That's my jersey. Brock Osweiler. Okay, That's what, a good obscure what, one. Lin what jersey are you getting for Lindsay? Kook 6. For Lindsay? That jersey. Kook 6, yeah. Okay, what about Saul? Kook 6. I hate you. I'm getting so Saul a uh, Joey Decord Seattle Kraken jersey. That one, <laughs> we go crazy. I don't know, man. This is, that's, that's my Christmas pitch. For I am yeah, all the way yeah. here for it. Oh, Demarius Randall. Oh, that's a good one. I love Demarius, Demarius Randall. Demarius Randall, that's a good one. All right, then. Thank you guys Crikey. so much for listening. We appreciate it. Um, if you enjoyed the content today, head over to gophnx.com and become a member of the family because when you do, you're going to get either a free T-shirt from the locker or your first month for 50 cents just for signing up. The merch is great. The content is even better. And while you're on your phone scouring the Internet, why don't you head over to Twitter and follow us at phnx underscore sun devils. Um, and while you're there, you can follow me at Anthony underscore Totri. You can follow Shane at Shane Deef. You can follow Sean DePause at Sean underscore DePause. Um, 
I don't know, carrying Totri and Fall Guys as always. Wow. And we will be back with a live show at 3 p.m. on Wednesday. And Sean, we have a special surprise for Shane on tomorrow's show, don't we? That we do. Definitely tune in because it's going to be a lot of fun. Shane may get up and leave in the middle of the show. <laughs> Would not be surprised. He may shed a tear. Maybe two. Maybe just a full-on sob. <laughs> My God. We'll see you all tomorrow. But for now, peace.